<laughs> Welcome to episode one of the Block Party Podcast. I'm Jared Knobloch. I'm with my boy, the home slice number one, Rigo Lopez. How are you doing, buddy? Home slice. I like that. I like that. I'm doing really good, man. I'm excited to go ahead and launch this first episode. Let's let's kick it off. Yeah, facts. So today is going to be kind of like an introduction, you know, just kind of talking about like starting to talk about what this podcast is really going to be about. Um, so for those who are kind of just tuning in for the first time, we're going to be talking about sports, kind of stuff that's going on on the internet with all the sports, mostly basketball, football, the four major sports, soccer, occasionally hockey, even though, you know, I don't really dabble in that. Definitely baseball as well. Uh, but that's that's the main main four and just kind of pop culture stuff, you know, movies, uh, memes, gaming for sure. Um, anything else you can add that I'm not thinking of right now? Dude, literally, it's just like either anything of our good. point of views of yeah, anything like either of our point of views. Like if we think something's stupid, if we think something's that's like facts. okay, we need to talk about this or something yeah. like just happened, we'll talk about it. Bro, we're getting the hot takes on everything, hearing it here first. A hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, so the first thing I kind of want to open up with is basketball. We got to talk about NBA standings. Um, so I have him here pulled up right now. We're like a f- little bit of fourth way through the season, almost halfway. The All-Star break is in February. Um, and this season has been very, very interesting. They, the, I think the biggest change they made was the ruling to... So the, the way refereeing has been in the past has been very orientated to offensive players. So, for example... You know, James Harden, who plays for the Nets, would go up and shoot a three-pointer and, you know, he'd probably get the foul call because he's jumping into the defender, which was kind of lame. And so they just changed that this year. So it made it harder for offensive players to get their foul calls. And as a result, league-wide scoring is way down, which kind of sucks because, I mean, it's good. Actually, you know what? I take it back. I take it back. It's great for the game. It is great. (laughs) It's been fun to watch. I'm enjoying it. I think everybody else consensually has also been enjoying it as well. But standings, teams that were good last year are not good this year. Um, so a few of the surprises I want to talk about um, is the Atlanta Hawks. We're gonna start with the Eastern Conference, and then we're gonna we're gonna jump over to the West. Uh, but the Atlanta Hawks, this team was literally in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. And they were literally two games away from going to the NBA Finals. But now we're kind of garbage. Uh, Rigo, tell me why they're garbage. Well, first let me explain this. Uh, as they Jared suck. knows, yeah, yeah, okay, because no, they I'm suck. No, uh, Jared knows I don't watch anything. I, I don't know anything about basketball. Okay? That's true. So he's he's gonna kind of like tease me uh, about I, like with all I his basketball questions and stuff that like that. Yeah, yeah, he's putting me on the spot. Um, but I was actually gonna ask you a question, okay, Jared. Yeah. Um, what do you think was the biggest uh, change between last year and this year, according to basketball standings? Like, what do you think? Well, why do you think the top teams last year are at the bottom now, and the bottom people like kind of like went up? Like, why do you think that? So I will use the Hawks as the example here. Oh, wait, um, are the Hawks? Do the Hawks actually suck? Like, I don't know. So right now they're fourteen and fourteen. Actually, let me let me 
Let me read out the standings right now. I probably should have done that anyways. So in the East, uh, Brooklyn is number one, Milwaukee's number two, Chicago three, Cleveland, Miami, and Charlotte are four, five, and six. And then the way the NBA works changed last couple years. Seven through ten play in a play-in game, like winner goes all, kind of like in baseball, the wild card game where it's a best of one, winner moves on into the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Washington, Philadelphia, Atlanta, and Boston. So Atlanta right now is at the number nine. And so for a team that kind of like was technically the second best Eastern Conference team, it's pretty surprising. Um, and I think the re- like to answer your question, um, because of that officiating change, I think due to the the, the scoring drought and whatnot, uh, Trey Young kind of just their- messed them. Yeah, it's kind of just like messed them up. Yeah, Trey Young's play style is very. Uh, What's the word? Uh, Hollywood. He he likes to flop, as does LeBron and James and all those other players. But yeah, like they're not the only team who's down. Uh, but because of that, they're fourteen and fourteen. They also had a really hard schedule. Schedules have been kind to others and um, not kind. To other, or yeah, kind to some teams and not kind to others. So that's that's probably got to be one reason. Um, but the one team who somehow is still at the top is Brooklyn. This is a team that had Kyrie Irving on their team last year. And with his whole, like, thing, I don't even know how to explain it. He's not even playing right now. Actually, today a report came out that he's starting to return to team uh, facilities, doing his testing and whatnot, and he's starting to come back. So that's good for them. Um, I don't know how it will affect the rest of the league because then their big three will be back. Uh, but they're the only team in the Eastern Conference with over 20 wins right now. Uh, I think they're on a four-they're on a four-game win streak. Um, Kevin Durant. Who is Kevin Durant? That's that's a good question. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, quick quick backstory behind that. Um, yeah, when facts. I first met Jared, uh, so I met a freshman year of high school, and uh, I didn't know anybody at the high school at the time, and so um, Jared didn't like me for whatever reason. Yeah, I, I don't gave, know why. I gave, I gave him a hard time. Yeah, he gave me a hard time. He gave me a hard time. And uh, I would always have this. I'm, I'm going to show it on like a different episode because I can't find it. But it was this like neon green and yellow Kevin Durant um, beanie. And he goes every day. Literally every day. Well, it was my favorite beanie. It was like the only beanie I had because I didn't wear beanies and it was cold at the time. So I was like, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Literally, I okay. remember walking up to you and I was just like, dude, dude, I got to ask him. Because here's your thing. I, it kind of related because my pet peeve was when people would wear basketball shoes as like lifestyle shoes. You know what I mean? Like the p- kids who would like show up and like. Okay, so you already and... didn't like me, but now you're just trying to like yeah, make yeah, it even no, worse. Okay, <laughs> no, I, I, didn't, I didn't have like any animosity towards you. I was just like, bro, this kid's wearing a Kevin Durant beanie. Doesn't even watch basketball. This is so disrespectful. Yeah, you're like, I bet he doesn't know anything about dude, basketball. I was, I was like 14, and I literally walked up to him, but I was like, dude, do you even know who Kevin Durant is? And he's like. Uh, what did you say? I think you said, "Yeah, I do." No, and no, no. Just... You uh, you asked the. Do you know like what what KD means? Oh and yeah. And I said, "Well, yeah, Kevin Durant." And then you, and I, was... I was like, "No, you were like, oh, do you know uh, who he is?" And I said, "Well, he's a basketball player." And then you left me alone after that. I was like, "What the hell is wrong with this kid? Like, <laughs> is he just giving me a hard time for no reason?" That was what was going on through my head. Like, I remember we were either going to math or coming back from. Like, no, we were going. We were going. We were, going. We were, going. We were, we were going, going to math, and then like I remember we were coming from like the right side of the school, yeah. like from the sand volleyball courts, and it was right there when we were about to like 
get to like the entrance of the bungalows you were yeah. like oh do you know like you were going That's on with your high... shenanigans i was like what the hell is wrong with this kid like <laughs> oh my goodness bro high school yeah. is a simulation anyways all right i need we need to get back on topic kevin durant's been playing out of his out of his mind he's literally the mvp candidate right now over the golden boy the chef wardell stephen curry and they the warriors this year as a warriors fan i am relatively biased but as a sports aspiring sports journalist i gotta be objective the warriors are playing great this is a team that lost in the playing tournament last year to the lakers oh that was a that was a rough game lebron hit the dagger they won lakers moved on we didn't uh but then the year before that worst team in the league so after that five-year run you know it was like okay time to rebuild and so they they got their draft picks they kind of said all right veterans where well, this is this is what's happening and then last year steph curry played great averaged 32 points per game and then of course the whole playing thing but this year a 23 and 5 start that is tied league best with phoenix and nobody thought it was going to happen but here we are 28 games later and steph curry is also playing at an mvp level um they're literally the one two kevin durant and steph curry I think as the season goes on, personally, I think Steph Curry has always been a second half season type of player where he plays better during the second half of the season. Uh, but Kevin Durant, if he carries them to the first seed, I would not be surprised if he walks away with a second MVP. Uh, but if the Warriors can keep this play up, like they're they're looking good, and Clay Thompson's coming back, everybody knows it. It's been this sentence has been said probably a thousand times but it can't be under or overstated how important clay thompson is to the, the golden state warriors franchise so i'm i'm pretty excited to see him get back on the court uh but the lakers lebron anthony davis russell westbrook they're in shambles right now shambles all right imagine this all right objectively speaking you have four hall of famers on your team where in the standings do you think this team would end up? Um, well, number one, right? At least top three. Maybe okay. top four. Dude, they're two games over 500. Or now they're three games. They're on a three-game win streak. But three games ago, they were literally 500, and they were in the play-in tournament. They were like the eight or nine seed. What is they're garbage right now. And I... I don't and even. They have four, and they have four Hall of Famers. They have four guaranteed Hall of Fame. Well, actually, technically more than that because they have LeBron, who's going to be a Hall of Famer. Anthony Davis is going to be a Hall of Famer. Russell Westbrook's going to be a Hall of Famer. Uh, Carmelo Anthony's going to be a Hall of Famer. Uh, Dwight Howard. Uh, Rajon Rondo. Who else am I thinking of? Who else is on the team? I don't even know their entire roster. Well, are they just getting clapped or are they just not doing good? It's kind of a little bit of both. Um, you know, I was watching that game against the Kings a couple weeks ago where they went to the triple overtime. Wait, what team are we talking about right now? Because, like I said, I don't know anything about The Los basketball. Angeles Lakers. The, yeah. Oh, the Lakers. Okay, okay. The Lakers. So, here's the thing. LeBron's hasn't been doing anything. I, I mean, he's been playing, like, pretty good the last couple of games, and that's probably why they're winning. But, like, the team isn't just gelling. Like, their chemistry, it's... They're throwing a bunch of talent on the team and saying, go win basketball games. And it's not mm -hmm. working. It's, it's just plain and simple. It's not working. You can't, you can't be satisfied with 16 and 13 when you have LeBron James on your team. Like, it just, just doesn't work like that. So the, the rumor is that 
their their coach Frank Vogel is going to get fired. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. I I would love to know the number of coaches that have been fired under LeBron James, like that he's been on, like he's been on a team and the coach has been fired because it's definitely more than like three or four. Put it that way. So that's that's just something. I would love to see where they end up at the end of the season. I would not be surprised if they're at the playing tournament, but because it's only December, we kind of just have to kinda have to watch and see where it ends up. And Portland's kind of not doing good. Da- the whole Damian Lillard situation is rough. I don't know what they're gonna do. Uh, Utah's kind of where they're at. Phoenix was in the playoff or in the finals last year, so they're number two behind Golden State. And that's kind of it for the West. Honestly, like there's the I think the biggest surprise out of the West this season is actually Golden State, which is a feel good moment for me. But uh we'll we'll have to see if they can sustain that energy. I think they will. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Anywho, we're we're here today to have a hot take. This is our hot take segment. How is it actually no, no, this is not a hot take, actually? If you open up the comments on any of their posts, it's literally the same thing. House of highlights, ESPN, Sports Center, just any social media, like Instagram, Twitter, whatever social platform you use, their posts are cringe. Example one hmm. A, right? So I'm just I'm just chilling, you know. I'm I'm scrolling through through Instagram, and I I see a post from the from the Chiefs Chargers game. And the caption, you ready? Here's the caption. Crazy finish, Mahomes walk-off TD to Kelsey. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Like, the, the Chiefs won. It's a picture of Patrick Mahomes. And then a tweet from LeBron saying, this game is amazing. Well, like why is why is LeBron in that post? I know. And you and you swipe right, and it's like, look, you you got you got videos from them, like up from the highlights from the game. You you got the videos from them playing, and it's just like, what does this post have to do with LeBron? And literally, one of the most liked comments has over twelve hundred likes, which I feel like is on the low side. It says, mm-hmm. gotta include LeBron somehow. Facts. Okay. Tell me where he's wrong. House of LeBron is alive. That was what a that was what a comment said, right? Yeah. Got to include LeBron somehow. House of LeBron is thriving right now. Well, let me tell you. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something right now. House of LeBron. That's funny. Um, I feel like with sports, social media as a whole, I I think it's just like they're kind of like finessing off of each other. It's like meme pages, dude. Like, okay, get this. Yeah, that's true. Like, like I get it. Like they're reposting highlights and stuff, but a lot of them are like obviously stealing ideas from each other. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. And I I feel I feel like it's. I feel like they're kind of like the world star of sports in a way. Because yeah. here's the thing. World Star was kind of funny. Yeah, I don't know. You remember World Star, right? Oh, yeah. I don't know if they're still like really popular or anything. They probably are. But they're like they're like the world star, like the Daquan of um of like sports social media because it's just like they have to like include something like that's like popping off, you know, like LeBron, obviously. And I don't know if he's like popping off, but he's the most like arguably one of the most well known. Yeah, influential and most well known uh yeah basketball players and here's the thing there's one thing 
like mentioning him once in a while, but there's also another thing, yeah, right? Literally writing LeBron. And then here's the thing: I I don't really like I'm not really on sports that much, but just from looking because you asked me to look at uh, House of Highlights, and just by looking at House of Highlights, I was just like, yo, is this a LeBron fan page or is this like literally posting highlights? Because okay, you could have posted that, hey, like um, Mahomes like walk on dance or whatever was um was cool. You you didn't have to include the LeBron tweet. That's yeah, stupid. exactly. That's, just been that's literally yeah. That's literally like putting a candle on top of a burger. Like okay, I liked the burger, but you didn't have to put a candle on top. You you get what I mean? Like it's <laughs> yeah. that's that's kind of like stupid, you know. And that's why I think and I agree with you. Even though I don't watch sports, I I agree that it's cringe because it's just like you're including something unnecessary. Like I I don't know why they're writing LeBron so much. And here's well, the thing: I don't I have nothing against LeBron. I have nothing against like like any basketball yeah. football player or anything like that i'm just saying that hey that was unnecessary and you just wanted to include that somehow and that and i can see why people in the comments are going off especially if they don't like lebron well like one thing like our friend shout out devin says every single time we bring this up is from a money making perspective lebron's gonna get clicks like you see, this is I I feel like LeBron's obviously the most posted, but he's not the first person to kind of be featured like this in a completely out of pocket setting where it's like not even his sport and it's just like him tweeting as a fan. Like if you're if you're House of Highlights or your Sports Center, Sports Center I feel like is kind of its own type of cringe. I feel like they are both cringe, but then Sports Center takes it up a level. Uh, you want interactions on your post you know if you're if you're a growing business and you you want people to look at your stuff well you gotta include what's gonna get you clicks so if they notice that posting lebron is gonna get them clicks they're gonna get them clicks get them money they're gonna do it yeah and let me let me mention something really quick so you you obviously know Twitch thoughts like like girls that um are yeah. obviously like flexing their bodies and so let, let me make a quick comparison. So House of Highlights they know that LeBron is getting them clicks that are yeah. I don't know that for sure they but they probably is yeah, because LeBron's really are, popular. Bro. Yeah, and get this, so they know that LeBron is like clickbait for them, and it, it's like reminding me of how like Twitch thoughts are like. It, they have to show like their tits like in front of the camera in order no and it's like I, i'm joking but uh, this is no, what i think it's true. They're legit, true like like they know that the more they show their tits and that little crack in between their chest and the more they stand up and like you, you get yeah. what i'm trying to say right no, no no and then this is like no homo but like the more they do that they know that they're like enticing people that they're clickbaiting and that's what'll get them views that i feel like that's what house of highlights is doing with lebron like oh yeah. lebron fans like i guarantee you go to uh go to um the followers of house of highlights and see how many of them are lebron fans and i don't even watch sports and i guarantee you most yeah. of them are going to be lebron fans and i could be Me wrong James. i could be wrong but you never know that's just like a quick comparison i wanted to make because that's that's kind of what it reminded me of because like that's what these twitch thoughts do and that's what i see house of highlights doing and i've only checked out their page for like a couple minutes you know yeah yeah no, that makes sense uh i guess that's a good segue you know kind of into to the internet gaming world um twitch and amazon last was it this week or last week i i watched it live but i don't remember what day it was they hosted the drake and kanye concert yeah your thoughts right out the gate let's hear it 
Um, well, I'm a Kanye fan, and I like Drake. Like, I don't hate either one of them. I thought it was... I thought the production and, like, pretty much everything about the concert was was mind-boggling. And here's the thing, like, I'm not, like, a diehard, like, oh, I'll take a bullet for Kanye fan or anything like that. But I'll take I, a bullet for both of them. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a bullet for both of them, too. But, um, <laughs> I, I legit think that it was, it was something, like, because here's the thing, Drake and Kanye, I don't know how old Drake is, but I know Kanye's getting, the like, 30s, obviously, yeah, Kanye's, like, probably in his 40s, right? Yeah, he's definitely older I could be Drake. wrong. Yeah, 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 well, Kanye's getting old. And the fact that he was able to, and this isn't me like dissing Kanye obviously or anything, it's just like the, the older people get, the less likely they are to like do tours and stuff. That that I've seen. Yeah. And so here's the thing, it, like Kanye's like only gonna get older, and so is Drake, and like as all of us are. But um, it's cool that Kanye was able to put out something like that, especially like when he's like, because I feel like after that, there's not gonna be any more like as much tours from Kanye. And here's the thing, Drake and Kanye was a collaboration that nobody expected, expected. because I don't know, I don't know if you know about like a, the beef that they had. I, I, I don't know much I about no it. I don't, I don't know much about it, but um, there was a song, uh, I believe it was, it was Life of the Party and it featured Andre 3000. And uh, in, that, um, in that song, so, Kanye released that song already in the Donda Deluxe album, but here's the thing, he switched it up because in the original leaked version, there was a diss for Drake. So I believe he dissed Drake and I think Virgil, which unfortunately Virgil passed away due to cancer. And um, so, yeah, that's a sad thing. And I just like it, it kind of like blew my mind when I heard that, hey, they're going to have a concert because like I saw like on an ad, I think it was on Spotify or Instagram, like, hey, like Drake and Kanye concert. I'm like, what kind of clickbait is this? And I look at it and I'm like, yo, this is legit like a, a link to like Ticketmaster for like $400 trash like yeah. seats to see the Kanye concert. And I'm like, honestly, bro, I don't think any of those seats would have been trash because like you should yeah, you should have seen stadium, like you, you obviously Coliseum. saw the stadium. That was crazy. I would have took any trash seat. And paid a hundred bucks to see that, bro. I would yeah. honestly, bro. I'm starting to think the three hundred bucks might have been worth it, bro. Because the just the production that they had in that like whole stadium, and you've obviously seen a lot more than I have. I've only seen a couple songs performed, like when Drake performed Twenty Four, when they performed uh, Can't Tell Can't Tell Me Nothing, when they did when Kanye did Runaway. Like it's it's just it was just great overall like he even like used a little bit of like synthesizers and and mm -hmm. just he produced the songs that we all know and love differently and it sounded so much better like live than it did sometimes on the original songs and back to the beef or whatever um i didn't know they had beef like um they i don't know kanye was like telling drake hey stop talking about me and drake was texting all these people and uh just kanye kind of like wrote a diss about it in uh life of the party with andre 3000 but then he released it on donda deluxe and he replaced it with a completely different verse and the thing with kanye is um with that with that concert i'm not gonna call it a perfect concert but I feel like it might have been perfect, obviously, to Kanye's eyes, because Kanye's one of those artists that, uh, and here's the thing, I'm not a diehard Kanye fan, but I could see that Kanye's one of those people that if, if he doesn't like something, if a tiny thing about, like, a song that he's making is, like, Bad. he it rubs him wrong yeah so he's, he's not gonna he's not yeah yeah he's a perfection he, he's not gonna upload it no matter like even if he gets like like 10 million people to work on one song if if he's like a little scratch in the background he's not gonna 
he's not gonna post the song he's not gonna release the song because he's such a perfectionist and that's why i think the, the concert was successful because he managed to part ways with um like whatever beef that him and drake had and drake did an amazing job in the concert like as much as like a lot of people don't like drake he did an amazing job at that concert and the fact that him and kanye were together in one concert and they were able to perform kanye's songs very well it was just like okay this was an amazing performance i i personally think this was better than the the donda concert that that kanye had like yeah, i think it was atlanta, a couple yeah. months ago like atlanta. yeah not yeah in atlanta like isn't that wild like and i believe this was in la right the, yeah, it was at the, the i think the free yeah it was called the free larry hoover uh one and i, I don't think larry hoover's gonna be free but um i don't even know who that is. The, the, he he's the leader of the gangster disciples they they were gang I, I believe so. I don't know much about like Larry Hoover and the Gangster Disciples, but I just know he led that gang. But pretty much all that to say, the concert was great. My overall thoughts were it, it would have been really cool to see it in person. You know, it would have been a different experience. But you you tell me your thoughts because I, I, I know people yeah. that didn't like it. Let me just say that I have never attended a concert before, watched okay. a concert online or any of that. Um, but... I saw, well, I I didn't even know it was happening, but then I saw, like, everybody on, like, I just opened up Twitch for, like, whatever, whatever reason, and everybody was watching it, like, watch parties or whatever. So I click it, I'm like, alright, this is not bad. And then, of course, I sit there for two hours listening to it, and I was like, wow, this is, like, this is pretty good, not gonna lie. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, when I was over, I was like, dang, that's it? Like, I... It left me like unsatisfied. I was like, dang, I actually like wanted to listen to more music and shout shout out to the homies Jack and uh, Jason, my my friends from high school. They were they were actually there uh, at the concert and they were like posting it all over social media. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I thought it was really really good. Um, I think that it kind of incentivizes me to go to um more concerts because, like I said, I've never been to one in real life. Um, and I know they have a ton, and especially, like, with things opening up, I can probably go and find an artist. Like, if Jack Harlow, like, I really like Jack Harlow. If Jack Harlow came to came to town and said, all right, I'm going go to go to the Jack Harlow concert, I think that'd be pretty dope. So I, yeah. when I was younger, I saw an MGMT. You know MGMT, right? No, I don't. The the people that made the song Electric Feel, Kids, you, you know the song, you know the song. And I, I guarantee do. the people listening to, yeah, you know the song by like the beats. They're like, probably. uh, yeah, I, I don't know, I'm I'm not gonna sing it, but like they know the, <laughs> no, no, I can sing it, but nope, like kids, nope, it's okay, like, it's okay, no, it's okay. obviously, but um, they they were like huge back in like when we were like in maybe middle school, early high school, they were huge, maybe in elementary, but um, I went to one of their concerts. And because one of my uncles took me and uh, everyone was like, hi, bro. Like they, they were, oh, dude, they were all like stoned as hell, bro. And I'm like, I didn't think of MGMT as, dude, I didn't think MGMT concert would be like that because I was, I was just a kid. I was like, you know what? I like their music. Sure. I'll go to the concert. Everyone was stoned out of their mind, bro. I, I don't remember what year, but dude, everyone was freaking high, dude. It was insane. I, I, yeah, dude, I, like almost, dude my, my, I, I almost got high just being at that second concert, bro. They, they literally, bro, I, I almost got high off of like secondhand smoking because like, it was just crazy to just like see that yo like this is tripping me out and i'm not even high you know but it, it was yeah. it was a great experience I, I i bet my uncle knew that would, would you go again though yeah huh would i go again yeah i would go again all i wouldn't right. smoke but i'd go that's, again that's all that matters yeah. um all right last thing i want to talk about this could be super quick no spoilers i will not be spoiling it 
Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm gonna so Jared saw it twice. Jared I, saw it twice. I just got back from the movie theater before recording this of my second time watching Spider-Man No Way Home, and I will say this and this only. Never in my life, my 20 years of existence, have I gone to the movie theater to see the same movie twice. That's how good it was. Wow. Um, yeah, you can go watch it yourself. I highly recommend it. It was two and a half hours of awesomeness. Give me was... your top three Marvel movies. No Way Home. No, in no order. In no order. No Way Home. Endgame. Would you put No Way Home at top or no? no? No Way Home is the best Marvel movie I've ever seen. No way. And it beats out Endgame. Yep. Wow. I, I, I literally was looking on Twitter and people actually agree. Like, there are people... Like, here's the thing. There... No Way Home and Endgame, I feel, are two different movies. Mm -hmm. in, the, in the sense that they're both Marvel movies, but they have two different vibes to them. Okay. And so, in terms of, like, personal, like, for me, um, No Way Home kind of takes the cake on that, because I grew up watching Spider-Man, like, Toby, Andrew, Tom... All three... With, like, the pizza scene and all that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I have my own little Spider-Man t-shirt. You know, I would jump around on the couch pretending I was Spider-Man. I had, like, Spider-Man Go Fish cards, you know, stuff like that. I went as Spider-Man for Halloween. So, you know, like, there's that, that feeling of watching Spider-Man on the screen that it's like, wow, this is memories flown back in. And so... I didn't have that with Endgame, whereas, like, I love Captain America. I love Steve Rogers, the character. So, you know, obviously, everybody, if you haven't seen Endgame at this point, sucks. When he picks up Mjolnir in the final fight, that was huge. But it wasn't, like, yeah. yeah, it wasn't that, like, nostalgic feeling. It was like, wow, this is really, really cool. And so I liked them for two different reasons. So I guess, in a way, you know, maybe they're the same. Maybe No Way Home isn't better, but... At the same time, just because of that nostalgic feeling, I kind of feel like I have to put it as number one. But there, objectively speaking, it was a ten out of ten. It is it like right here with with Infinity War and game stuff like that. So I just I would recommend go see it as soon as you can. Obviously, avoid the spoilers. I deleted social media for like three days so that. I, bro, that's a good idea, bro. Yeah, I, I, I'm honestly no, but here's the thing: the people I follow on social media are like close friends of mine, and I know they won't do me dirty like that. So it's just nah, like dude, I'm just uh, going on Twitter trending through stuff. I was like, dude, I no, no I'm, I'm not going this. on Twitter. I am not going on Twitter, I, bro. Literally, <laughs> I, as soon as I finished the movie the first time, I re-downloaded Twitter. I was like, all right, I could re-enter <laughs> the hellscape that is Twitter. First thing I see is Spider-Man spoilers, and I was like, Ooh. thank you, thank you for bro, making people me are. Dude, people are bad for that. I know. Uh, I was. That's another type of evil right there. I know. Uh, so it's great. Yeah, that's that's all I got to say on that. And lastly, well, hold on. That's funny because Spider-Man: uh, No Way Home, like it technically came out yesterday, but at the time of recording this podcast, it's my birthday, and so yes, um, happy birthday, twenty years old. Yeah, yes, yeah, sir. Appreciate it. Um, and it's funny because I I thought about seeing it on my birthday, but like other plans happened. But it, it was cool. You know, it's yeah. cool to see that hey, it came out on my birthday technically. Yeah. So quick shout out for that. Um, all right, lastly, we're going to be finishing off with some Call of Duty, some video games, you know, typical gaming atmosphere. Uh, it kind of yes, sucks sir. right now. Um, Call of Duty just came out, uh, today or yesterday and said that their new, um, 
they're, well, it's not new, but their format for this year for Vanguard is Search, Hardpoint, and Control, which was the same as Cold War, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Right? You, Yeah, you're the expert here. Yeah. Uh, they got the 12 teams, and everybody says it sucks. Your thoughts on why Call of Duty competitive is kind of garbage right now? And the game in general. Actually, let's just let's expand it to the game in general, because it's not in a good state. And I have some thoughts, but I'll let you go first. Okay. Well, um, that's the only thing I really keep up with right now is like competitive Call of Duty. So I am really familiar with that. Um the season's gonna be pretty rough. I mean, here's the thing, the teams are looking really good. Uh, but it's weird because they do like this, uh they started doing this whole like transition from cwl to cdl which yeah. started including like hey like now they're representing like cities around the world and so that kind of like that transition was very weird and it started in modern warfare and so that that already kind of gave it a bad look and i i get the idea and the concept was really cool but it just gave it a bad look overall and um right now i'm not complaining about the teams i think the teams are pretty stacked and what's funny is um you mentioned uh, back when we were talking about oh, basketball, like they stacked four Hall of Famers into one team and they're not doing as yeah. good as they should be. They they kind of are doing that with Call of Duty and, they, and they've and they done it in the past. And what I've noticed is... You're talking you about stick, Optic, like, right? Four, well, I'm not talking about the Optic Dynasty. Well, obviously the Optic Dynasty did get like shut down because uh, obviously with Formal Scump, Crimzix, and Karma, oh. they weren't they weren't keeping up with yeah, um, that's true. They, were they weren't keeping up with people that are yeah they were underwhelming. They're they were literally like old heads trying uh, to do their old ways when there's these like new crackhead kids like Simp, Abizi, um, Shotzi, like these kids know Call of Duty very well and they're adapting to it and I feel like the old heads are trying to like and they're very good players. Don't get me wrong. I'm no pro. I'm not judging these old heads. I'm just yeah, saying that better than us. That yeah hundred percent. No, they're they're amazing. But it's just that um I feel like they the um the CDL and these teams and organizations should take uh should start taking like chances on on rookies because yeah. you've noticed majority of the teams that have picked up a rookie like Toronto Ultra they picked up uh, Insight that kid is insane he literally carries uh, Ultra and uh, how the Empire got Shotzi and um, Illy and now they combined with Optic Dallas yeah. Empire and Optic Gaming and now they're all a part of uh, Optic, Optic Texas like yeah. with all that kind of stuff and but with the whole CDL format that they're doing yeah it's the same as Cold War and here's the thing I saw the video that they made with um with the new format what they're going to be doing and here's the thing like i don't think the cdl here's yeah exactly let me get to that um i don't think the cdl is good at explaining things i don't think so and here's why i saw that video and i'm very knowledgeable about call of duty but even i was confused i didn't like i wasn't yeah. excited i don't they were trying to hype up something that isn't exciting because like ooh, okay online they're gonna be like yeah yeah they're gonna be like oh hybrid online land uh like no dude like no one's excited about that like oh there's gonna be like four places where we're gonna play the majors and, and like oh we're gonna include like warzone tournaments and i'm like bro that's not what we want to see man yeah. and like oh we they're just, we just included i think they, warzone yeah, and they included, I think, another, uh, I think they put Boston in there. I think Boston has a team now, or another team, I don't know, but, um, it's, it's crazy. They're, they're trying to overcomplicate things when they should just, um, 
just keep it simple like they did when CWL was a thing and not CDL. Like, okay, it's Envy versus Optic. Okay, those are well-known games or um, gaming organizations in the scene, you know? Like, everyone wants to see Optic play like other people and stuff like that. I just feel like the organization's trying too hard. That's, that's what the CDL side, and me personally... I'm not a big fan of control. I think, it, well, then again, I'm not really a big fan of domination. I feel like control would have been a better choice than domination, but uh, I don't know. They, I feel like they could have done something else. But um, CDL, I feel like it's going to be a decent year. I don't think it's going to be as good as, like, let's say Modern Warfare was a good year, in my opinion. I just felt like it was more exciting to watch, like, with the teams and stuff like that. I just feel like the teams now are pretty, like, some of them are pretty stacked. And uh, some of them suck, and it's gonna happen, you know. Yeah. But um, now with Vanguard as a whole, Vanguard it's an unfinished game, and no. well, so I here's wanna... the thing. Let me let me say what I, I'm thinking on Vanguard. Okay. Um, they released the game, and it was finished. It was probably the most complete multiplayer they had in a long time. But then they updated it. And then they updated again, and these were not good updates. And then they said, all right, here's your Warzone update. And then they updated it again, and it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And, like, I saw this meme on Twitter the other day where it was, like, this dad holding up a kid, uh, holding up Warzone, and then there's this kid drowning, and it's the, oh, the, the word over the kid is uh, multiplayer, and he's drowning, and then it just goes to a, a skull underwater who like drowned and it just says zombies yeah that's funny i mean but yeah i mean the reason i say that it, it isn't finished from the start is because uh, i'm gonna bring up the example of hollow point hollow point rounds when you when you told me about like to rock hollow point, kills. I, I didn't believe it i didn't believe it i'm like there's no way this is that good i, I should be running late and you're like dude trust me because me, yeah. me and jared played play uh, two versus twos in like game battles and stuff for fun and so um he told me to rock call point you could two shot somebody with an mp40 and Ridiculous. like for those who don't know like call of duty that well or anything the mp40 is a pretty like it's not like a fast firing gun but it can well, kill pretty quick even yeah, without so hollow I think point. it's a submachine gun and it two shots yeah the and here's the thing need, well here let me let me say the thing you need to focus on is the time to kill so the time the ttk time to kill is the amount of seconds it takes for a bullet in the video game to shoot someone and kill them, and it registers as a kill. So typically that's anywhere from 150 milliseconds to 300 milliseconds, depending on whether you're playing Warzone or, or Vanguard or Cold War. But with those hollow point rounds, it's like under 100 seconds, milliseconds. And like that's just like unplayable. Like, I get it. Like, at range, it can kind of, like, suck or whatever. But you're not going to be shooting somebody across the map with the MP40 unless you have to. And even if you do, you're still going to two-shot them if you hit your shots. It's just going to have a little bit of, like, delay or, like, bloom or, like, stuff like that. But, um, I feel like that's just proof that the developers didn't look at the game and, like, test out, like, hey, hollow point rounds, uh... I don't think it, that should be a thing, you know? Or, yeah. like, hey, we shouldn't be able to two-shot with an mp40 that has like 32 bullets in the map like that shouldn't be a thing like you shouldn't be able to put on like eight millimeter rounds and an mp40 with hollow point and just like be able to freaking merc anybody you see like it, there should be a skill gap and i feel like hollow point takes away that skill gap mm -hmm. and that's just one example i feel like with um 
have you seen the ways dogs act in the game? Like they teleport. Oh, the kill streaks look, look. are ridiculous. I'll be the playing. The kill streaks are ridiculous. Look, look at look up on Twitter on YouTube. Uh, dogs teleporting in Vanguard. Oh yeah, They'll they literally can like climb. if you're climbing on the yeah. No, they don't climb. They teleport. Yeah. They legit go from here and then next second they're already up there. Like they don't even like have a climbing animation. They just teleport up there. And well, that's it, just it, I feel like that in my end I feel like or on their end I just feel like it's lazy coding and it's it's kind of like okay it's funny but like it's not funny when when you're climbing up a ladder to escape a dog and then it just munches on you because it teleports up there and meets you like what here's the thing dude i'll be playing like hardcore or whatever because i'm trying to get my pistols leveled up and i i go on a five kill lid streak or a five kill streak and i'll get mortar barrage right i'm like all right let me let me toss this over to their spawn right so then it's spawn trapping them and i'm getting like five six kills but then spawns flip right so now mm -hmm. the motor barrage is going on our side in hardcore. So my teammates are running into it, and because friendly fire is enabled, they're dying to it, which means I'm getting the friendly fire is not tolerated symbol or sign at the bottom, and then eventually it says friendly fire will now reflect damage. So then the motor barrage is going off, and I keep dying because it's not I can't do any more friendly fire because I've already died enough. So it's I literally spawn die. And it says I'm killing myself for like, I don't know, however many seconds the mortar barrage lasts. It's like, I, I don't know what's going through Activision's heads right, or I guess Sledgehammer's heads right now when they're when they when they put these things in the games. It's like, dude, like it's ruining the game. And you know, that's not the only kill streak. Like the the uh, the bombing run, like you cannot use it without killing yourself in the process like you could get a double triple kill but then it hits you as well and you're halfway across the map it's just it just doesn't register and like the dogs are an issue um i think like uh, the weapons the camos aren't tracking that's a problem uh, i just feel like the game needs a rework like and here's the thing i i enjoy vanguard i had fun playing yeah. it. i enjoyed when we played 2v2s like we managed to top uh game battles for like top 200 almost top 100 if our disputes went through but um <laughs> the thing yeah we would have been top 100 duos at, at the time maybe let's battles. go yeah legit bro that was lit but um it, it's a fun game it's just like it obviously isn't the perfect Call of Duty, like, and I don't think it's anywhere near it because, like, sure, it's similar movement to Modern Warfare, and that's one of my favorite Call of Duties as well. I think it's your favorite Call of Duty. It's Modern Warfare yeah. 2019 is chef's kiss. Yeah, and you liked it. And so, um, I, I just think it just needs a rework overall. Like, I feel like yeah. the developers didn't test their game. I feel like they should get, like people to, that actually care about the game like you know how activision is dude activision doesn't have a good rep they no dlcs activision blizzard you, you know yeah. the whole controversy they had with like i think it was like i don't know maybe it was like a sexual assault allegation i don't they've know they've got something, something like going on over there that is just yeah. like it needs to be sorted out because i think at this point it's actually starting to affect their games like like their updates haven't been good because of it, so whoever No, the updates have made the game worse. <laughs> whatever's happening over there, they need to sort it out quick, because if they don't, their game's going down the drain fast. But they're I not the only YouTube ones. Video. They're not yeah, the yeah, only no. ones. Like think about it. I... Other games are like this too. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. Well what well, I think the one that comes to mind is probably Battlefield, right? You know, mm -hmm. it was the most anticipated launch, and now nobody yeah, plays it anymore. I, I think who who made it? EA. Yeah, EA something else, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, EA, EA something you else. You can just write them off for not a good game when EA is involved. Like, 
So I think the games that are trending right now is what like Apex Legends, Fortnite, like Warzone's kind of doing its own thing, I guess. Oh, it's trending right now. Halo Infinite is here. Let's talk about gaming for a second as a whole. Um, so do you think it's stale? Well, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like these games are just getting messed, and it's kind of reflective on the whole gaming community. Everybody kind of just doesn't want to play games right now. And it's been like that for months, I'd say at least six months, maybe longer because of the pandemic and we've been inside and I don't know, it's just like all all the games can get quite boring very fast. It hasn't been the prime time of Fortnite in a long, long time. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Then again, we're older and I feel like Fortnite's obviously catering to like younger children. audiences. And I no, I yeah, children and I know kids that play Fortnite literally every day all the time after school. Like Fortnite's still booming. Like Fortnite isn't gonna die anytime soon. Yeah. I think I personally think it's dead, but it, in reality it's not dead. It's no. not a dead game. I, I I want it to be, but it's not because it's all these little kids are playing it and, and they're smart. Epic games are smart because they're catering to the younger kids. They added the Spider-Man skin. You said they added the, the Zendaya skin or whatever? Yeah, I just saw it. Like, it's like the, the Zendaya and Tom Holland. I, I don't know if it's like there is. I know Tom Holland's skin is like the Spider-Man skin. I don't know if Zendaya is like as Zendaya or it's like MJ from Spider-Man. I haven't, mm. I haven't played the game enough to, to know. So. Yeah, but um, with gaming as a whole, um, it is stale. It is stale. When I was younger, I told myself I'm never gonna get tired of uh playing video games. Now that I'm 20 years old in college, uh, I'm tired of playing video games to Welcome an extent. To the you know, adult I'm... life. No, no, no. Get this. Get this. No, no, no. I'm tired of playing video games, obviously, because you see, you already know. You see me always going outside, hanging out yeah, with friends, absolutely. doing you other are things. One and, of the busiest yeah. people I know. <laughs> I appreciate it. No, but um, yeah, I'm always like out doing stuff, and it's just like I come home and I, I just go to bed, dude. I don't even bother like playing video games sometimes. All one, because I'm tired, and two, there's nothing fun like that I can think of. Like when Halo Infinite came out, that I, I I'm having fun. I'm not gonna lie, but here's the thing. The only thing I'm worried about that game, and I know you you don't like Halo or for for whatever reason, but um, well, it's not that I don't like it; it's that I just like have no interest in playing it because it's very heavily oriented for con controller. Like, if you have a controller, you're at a huge advantage over keyboard and mouse, which I think needs to be addressed in every single game. Well, by the way, Jared's one of those people that thinks controllers OP. So, um. <laughs> Yeah, no. I doesn't... will. I will accept that claim. That is true. Mm, no, am... keyboard and mouse is banned for a reason. But um, <laughs> yeah, no. But uh, I feel like with Halo Infinite, I'm using Halo Infinite as an example. What what things are they gonna add into the game for people to keep playing it? You uh, know, no. like that exactly. And here's the thing. Like, okay, I'm I'm gonna be addicted to Halo for a while, but like. After a while, I'm trying not to play Halo that much because I like the game, but I'm trying to not play it as much so I don't get bored of it, you know? Because yeah. once I get bored of a game, I, I'm just going to have a bad feel for it and I'm just not going to have fun anymore, obviously. And I don't want that to happen. That's why I don't play Warzone that much. That's why I don't play Vanguard that much. That's why I don't play Halo. In fact, that's why I don't play video games as a whole that much, you know? Because I actually want to, like, get to enjoy them. I actually want to get to put time, like, hey, you know what? Let's play with the boys, you know? And that's actually like, a, with gaming. That's a great point. I want to say, because the fact that you're spending less time on a game so that 
you have a longer period of time where you're actually playing it as it's kind of like you're stretching it out as thin as it can go because it's not going to stretch very far like yeah. that just tells you what playing video games right now in 2021 is like well, and I wish it wasn't like that. I wish it wasn't like, hey, we have to do exactly what you said. Like, we have to, like, spend tiny increments of time playing, like, maybe, like, two, three times a week. Like, I want to be able to grind a game. Like, I'm grinding to, to reach Onyx rank right now in Halo, which we can make a totally different podcast about. Obviously, you wouldn't be interested in it because you're not interested in Halo. But I could rant about Onyx and the ranking in Halo all day. But, um, yeah, it's it's just, like, if I were to do that and reach that and play... At a consistent basis, I just wouldn't be having fun, and that's that's the state of video games. Like, story games aren't fun to me. Multiplayer games are fun for like the first week, and then like they have like their honeymoon period, and then they stop. Yeah. And then here's the thing: let's talk about let's talk about Fortnite for a second and battle royales. When Fortnite came out, the reason it blew up is because it was something like, different. like obviously battle royale. Yeah, it was something different. But here's the thing: battle royales wasn't like something new. Like Ew. there was obviously like there was H1, obviously like um PUBG. yeah, H one Z one King of the Kill, PUBG, and all that kind of stuff. But Fortnite, Fortnite was just different. The mechanics, the something like the kid friendliness behind it. They brought a new audience, and it was free to play. It was free yeah. to play. And here's the thing, Warzone's smart as well, because they know people love Call of Duty, people love the movement of Modern Warfare, and when they brought up, I think Warzone revived Call of Duty. I, I think, think without, so. I think without Warzone, Call of Duty would be in the, in the, in the pooper, in the stinker, you know? Like, I just don't think that Call of Duty wouldn't have gone as far without Warzone, and they're smart with implementing weapons from their future games into it, so that it keeps it relevant, like, hey, I want to upgrade my weapons faster, let's play this free-to-play weekend, oh, like, I kind of like Vanguard, let's buy Vanguard, and or maybe I want to buy Vanguard so that I could, like, level up my weapons faster, and you, you get what I mean, like, they know what they're doing, Activision knows what they're doing. They're, and they're always gas. They care more about Warzone than their competitive scene than their zombie. You should. You should see. You already know the Vanguard zombies. It's trash. It's, it's garbage, and it's sad. So, well, like, imagine. I guarantee you, what they did is say, "All right, guys, let's throw in the base zombies. Here we go. We got the, uh, we got the perks. Uh, we got the zombies. All right, we're good. And then take called it a day." Take Black have... Ops 4 zombies. Here's, take Black Ops 4 zombies, fart in a can, smell it, and then fart in a can again and think it's better. That's literally what they did with Vanguard Zombies. Sorry, I cut you off. What were your points? Well, it's just no round-based maps. It's like to progress round-based. Okay, that round was stupid. Based, that was stupid. It's like you have to do objectives to round-based. It's not you know, once you kill the last zombie, it doesn't go to... You can't save last anymore. It's different. Um... And there's no main Easter egg quest. It's just like people on the radio telling you you have to do the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over again. So that sucks. And um, it's really boring, quite frankly. The camo, camo system, like the incentive to grind for camos is really, really bad. Like it's 4,000 kills and that takes many hours. That's, it's, it's ridiculous, honestly. Like I, I got one camo done for, for one of my guns and that was, that was it. Like. I, I didn't want to play it anymore. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. 
it's sad, man. It's sad to see that it's going down the drain. And, and I've been talking to people in the zombies community. And it's just like, because I used to be a part of that community. I, I was grinding for Master Prestige level 1000 in Black Ops 3. I played Black Ops 2 with my friends. I played Grief. I played all that kind of stuff. I'm, I, I wouldn't consider myself a zombies OG because I didn't play since like World at War and stuff like that. But I was really into zombies. And I felt like ever since like, after black ops 3 zombies just turned really bad and let me tell you cold war zombies was okay compared to the other ones i don't think it, it matched up and here's the thing you didn't play the other zombies i, I want to encourage true. you to play the other zombies and but you're right now you're comparing zombies to how cold war zombies was i'm That's comparing true. it to how I it am. was in black ops 2 and here's the thing black ops 2 zombies was it was just different than vanguard zombies like it, they have they both have different vibes and i can see why someone would like vanguard zombies over black ops 2 and black ops i 3 can't and black i ops can't see 1. why anybody would enjoy it well well i mean there are people yes. that can and but like no here's the thing um i just feel like activision's obviously being lazy they don't yeah. care and get this, I heard, um, I don't know if it was Infinity Ward or Activision, I could be, like, completely butchering this, but I saw a YouTube video by, uh, I forget what the YouTuber's name is, but he was talking about how, uh, the communications manager, like, the, com the community communications manager for, uh, I believe it was Infinity Ward, uh, got fired. Because, uh, apparently she was, like, it, it was a, it was a female, she was bullied out of, like, um, her job. Out of the position, yeah, out of the job, and she, she apparently she couldn't take it, but I could be butchering the story. This is just what I think I heard. And uh, here's the thing. She didn't do her job. Her her job was to communicate with, with us, with the consumers, player with the community, base. with the player base. And she did literally everything but that. Like, she was one of those people where, like, if you were to say anything to her, she would block you. And here's hmm. the thing. Like, if, you're, if a communications manager is doing that... What does that say about Infinity Ward? What does that say about Activision yeah. Blizzard? Like, they don't give a damn about us. And it's sad, you know? Like, they're gonna, there's gonna, people going to be like, oh, yeah, like, but they're releasing games. Like, they care enough to make it. They want to make money, dude. Like, come yeah, on. They, like, they do. That's what it is. Like, DLCs, Warzone, like, all these cool skins. Like, they're putting more effort into some of these skins than they are in the actual game. Yeah. Like it, and it's sad. It's sad. There's so many glitches. Multi-billion dollar company, by the way. Multi-billion dollar studio company. doing absolutely legit. nothing. Legit. Legit. And it's sad. It's sad. The 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 whole um the whole context of like how gaming is right now, it's it, it's dying. It's and I don't wanna like and I sound like such a nerd saying all this stuff and like being passionate about it, but like it's no, true. Gaming like, is trendy. No, but like it's true. It's just like it's it's dying sadly and it's not as fun as it used to be when we were younger and yeah. maybe we're just missing a nostalgia thing i don't know but i just felt like it could have been a lot better if um if obviously they they would have remastered like if call of duty would have remastered like black ops 2 and sold it for 60 bucks i would buy it for nostalgia shake yeah. sake and well it was a good game you know yeah. if they could just yeah. do that i promise you they'd make more money than making dog crap games like vanguard and and cold war and stuff like you know what i mean the, mm -hmm. that's that's my rant about um video games and call of duty as much as i love video games and as much as as good as halo infinite is i i love halo infinite the way it's working right now and um i'm i'm addicted to it i think it's the best thing that's happened this year for video games but right now it's just like yeah but right now it's just video games isn't in a good spot right now I, is there room for revival? I think so. I think there is. 
Yeah. How I think it's gonna happen, I don't know. They need to find out something that like they need to listen to their community. That that's all I'm asking. Like if yeah. they could listen to what we have to say, like Call of Duty, I'll give you one fix. Remaster Modern Warfare 2, um, Modern Warfare 3, Black Ops 1, Black Ops, remaster one of those games, sell it for 60 bucks. Forget about making a new Call of Duty. Do that. I promise you will make so much sales. I promise you will. You can even put in Warzone if you want. Yeah, yeah. You can even put in Warzone. I will gladly spend $60 on it to play the same games I played when I was a kid. Yeah. I will gladly say, like, forget that reverse uh, compatibility BS. Like, I don't care about that. Like, that sucks. Bro, People don't play that. Literally, look at Pokemon. They just remastered Diamond and Pearl, and it's probably selling a lot of copies. I mean, uh, exactly. my favorite exactly. game is it. My favorite game as a kid was Heart Gold and Soul Silver, which was a remake of the original Gold and Silver games. So, yeah, just Man. Follow, follow in Nintendo's footsteps. They know what's up. Well, what are, what are your thoughts on, on video gaming right now? Well, you know, I, pretty much everything you said, honestly, I think you got it all. It's just, I think money-making has become the priority instead of listening to the, the, the consumers and the fan base. Um, I, you, you can tell that smaller producers tend to listen more when their game is smaller, and then if their game is bigger, they don't listen as much. Um, like Splitgate, as much as it was hyped, it kind of wasn't a very fun game. But they were listening to their community. 1047 games who like make Splitgate, like they listened to their player base and that was like a huge now they probably have like I don't I don't play the game anymore, but they have a dedicated player base that plays their game religiously and they will give them stuff to update. They'll say, Hey, this is wrong with this is what's wrong with your game right now. Fix it and they will. And that's like that's like the biggest thing for me. In terms of, and it's sad that games like that aren't popular, right? I mean, Splitgate's obviously popular, but it's not as popular as like, let's say, Call of Duty Warzone yeah. and stuff like that. Because here's the thing: if you're if you're involved in anything where you're either pouring into people or giving somebody like uh, a product, and you're like continually updating it, you should. It's common sense to listen to your audience. You shouldn't care about quality or quantity. You should care more about the quality of your game. Because guess what happens with quality? Quantity. You know, like yeah. if you care, they care too much about numbers. And here's the sad thing. They're getting their numbers. So guess what? If no one's going to step up and say anything about it or like rebel and say, you know, what? I'm not going to buy the next Call of Duty unless they start doing this kind of things. They're going to keep doing the same thing. And we're the stupid ones for for continuing to buy the game, for continuing to put up with this BS. And it's sad. It's sad to think that we were just like in this like whole rat race of like hey they're gonna release a trash game we're gonna pay 60 bucks for it they're not gonna do anything about it they just want money you know and they're doing such a successful job at that if that's their if that was their agenda the whole time like, bravo like you did an amazing job at it like you already have a bunch of people hooked on call of duty and they get mad at you and then they forgive you and then it's ridiculous man activision blizzard like oh, i'm calling you out like come on dude yeah. you could do so much better all right. Well, that's the that's the end of our conversation. Um, any closing thoughts before we end, Rigo? No, not really. I guess we covered it all. All right. Well, I do want to say, um, tweet us, tweet me at jolted underscore underscore if there's anything you want us to talk about in future episodes. Um, yeah, you can listen to this on Spotify, Apple. We're going to upload some clips to your, our YouTube channel that will start. Everything's going to be linked um, in future episodes. So look out for that wherever you get your podcast. Um, and yeah, I guess I guess that's it.
Um, until next time, guys. See you later. Later.